Okay, Dennis. Yeah, Jay. We got some interesting news here, kind mm-hmm. of out of the blue. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone saw this coming. And I don't really know the details, so why don't you explain them to me and explain it to the people what is going on with this Ramak Bugatti Porsche deal? Well, you know some of the details already. You named all of the players in 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 this in this news story. You just gonna... yeah, but I didn't I didn't name Hyundai, and that's also there. You're just gonna oh see, so you do know them. You're just gonna <laughs> dump the work onto me. Well, as yeah. I, 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 um, if you if you title this episode properly, everyone already knows what I'm about to say, but. Uh, Rimac has, with the help of Porsche, have bought Bugatti. Bugatti, as we all know, is a very storied, over-century-old French supercar brand that has been making super luxurious and fast cars throughout their entire history. Uh, definitely been popularized with the Veyron. All those... It's getting to decades at this point, but a decade ago with its constant uh, new records for top speeds and such. And, you know, a very known brand uh, has been bought by this basically relatively unknown brand, unless you've been keeping up with your EV news over the past couple of years. You don't know who Rimac is. Uh, you probably think that's some sort of uh, Eastern European dish of some sort, some sort of food. But no, that is a uh, car company, a supercar hypercar whatever class of fast cars you want to you want to name it as uh rimac has been making uh batteries and powertrains for other companies as well so uh they've been uh impressive enough that companies such as hyundai and porsche have invested in this little small croatian company and as we just said a couple days ago they uh along with porsche have bought Bugatti from Volkswagen uh, to create the Bugatti Rimac joint venture, which now owns Bugatti Automobiles and Rimac Automobiles, which will continue to be their own individual brands, but underneath the Bugatti Rimac joint venture. Now you say bought, but that's kind of a strong word because there was no currency actually exchanged here. It was just stock trades, Well, right? That's the one thing you know more than I do. That's apparently which you read, but there was no figures <laughs> thrown around. So, I mean, Bugatti was owned by Volkswagen. Porsche is owned by Volkswagen. Uh, and then Porsche owns part of Rimac. And so I, there, it's just a bunch of, I think, like you said, uh, paperwork or whatnot was shuffled around the entire Volkswagen group. Yeah. Uh, Somehow Porsche got... Bugatti from Volkswagen, their parent yeah. company, and yeah. then Porsche said, I'm going to give controlling share of Bugatti to Rimac. Yeah. And created a second Porsche Rimac company, which is now a sub of both Porsche and Rimac, <laughs> where Rimac has controlling share of it. Yeah. So Rimac right now has full control of Bugatti. Uh, well, Porsche is 45% in the Bugatti Rimac joint venture it's just their name isn't in the joint venture but yeah they, that's 45 percent is by definition not a controlling share um so rimac has now that going on and then they spurred off their own rimac technology company i guess which is 100 percent owned by the rimac group which just deals with specifically technologies i would assume such as the battery the powertrain software whatever that 
is 100% wholly owned under the Rimac Group, but that Rimac Group is 24% Porsche, 12% Hyundai, 37% uh, Matt Rimac or Mate or Mate, however you say it. I'm sorry, and then 27% other investors. It's 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 a jumbled up uh, chart. They're starting over to look like one of the big boys. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. confusing. It's, it's uh, crazy. Yeah. Family tree. <laughs> so. Um, like I said, that this, this does not mean that uh, Bugatti is gone. Uh, the Bugatti name is not gone. If anything, if anything, this is now like secured their name as someone who's here to stay as yeah. we transition towards electric vehicles. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's uh, it's it's going to be an interesting move because I'm pretty sure Volkswagen has always said that the Bugatti is just not a profitable venture whatsoever. Um, but it's always great to be making these ginormous engines and setting these speed records and whatnot but uh, you know at the end of the day it's not really a profitable business um so it would be interesting to see what will happen with bugatti in this because it's not like rimac is uh drowning in cash and even though it's kind of sort of still under the volkswagen group umbrella i i don't know how much money will be funneled into bugatti so it'll be interesting to see what their next cars will be. Presumably, electric cars. I would assume, right, Jill? I mean, that just makes sense. It would just make sense, right? It would just makes sense. It would, it would just make sense. It would just make sense. We we are we are now safe to assume the next Bugatti will be electric. Probably, maybe, hopefully. I I would possibly. I, I would hope so. Um, Rimac is uh, is it just going to be a a Rimac? body i mean uh, a rimac platform with just a bugatti well, body on it like with that won't be else. the first thing yeah sure. we saw that with the batista the pininfarina batista yes they yes. had that same easy rimac's like an interesting company like you said no one really knows of this name unless you've been following evs for a while or maybe if you follow the supercar scene because mm-hmm. they're making their cars are over three million dollars right or close to close or and above to, yeah. over two at least yeah they started with the concept one, I don't know, maybe like a hundred of them. I'm not sure on the numbers. And and then they said, okay, we're going to drop that, make the next car, the concept two. They renamed it the Navera. The Navera. Mm-hmm. Same concept, still a two to three million dollar car, mm-hmm. low volume, you know, hyper supercar, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Mega cars, what I'm going to call them now. I'll call them mega cars. It's next step. Zero to 60 <laughs> and 1.85, apparently, which does beat out everyone's favorite Tesla Roadster. Sans SpaceX package for the price of 10 of them. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. So So they, they, they have very low volume expectations. They're only building 150 of the Nevera. That's what's planned. And that's not even like in a year that's scattered over one car a week. Yeah. One car a week. So that's scattered over at least two and a half, three years. Mm -hmm. Yet they have 600 employees, which caught my eye. What? Three years ago. Mm-hmm. two years ago when mm-hmm. we kind of first started talking about them because yeah. you don't need that unless you're working on something big and i assumed they were going to get into part supplying and that seemed to be exactly what they did because they did make that contract with the pininfarina or however you say that mm-hmm. where the batista which is their mega car mm-hmm. it's also three million ish yeah is just entirely built on the Navera platform it's the same same everything basically just mm-hmm. a different body yeah it's even built in the same factory. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to assume possibly the next Bugatti will be the same thing. I mean, just a just a Navera on another body. 
I mean, depending on how, I'm sure, I mean, I don't know what the culture is in Bugatti anymore. Uh, I'm sure they want to, you know, make it a Bugatti, not just it's this yeah. car with a Bugatti body. I mean, Bugattis are, you know, on top of their uh, high-spec performance, they are known for the luxuries of the interiors and whatnot and how customizable they are. And, you know, you can think it will do it because you're paying such absurd amounts of money. So it's not like they'll lose out on that identity within them, I hope. But I'm sure they would still like to uh, have their own platform or powertrain or whatever, something that makes it uniquely Bugatti. Um, I saw rumors at one point that Bugatti was considering an SUV. Yes, yes. So leaning into that, we also have Pini and Farina, which we know is partnered with uh, Rimac, who has said something similar. Yes. They also wanted to get into the more affordable segment, yeah. make uh, crossovers, SUVs. Yeah. This is kind of like the mega car conglomerate here. You have Rimac, a Croatian company. You have Bugatti, a French company. Yep. Right? You have uh, Pininfarina, a Italian, Italian, Italian company. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now you have Porsche here as well. German. Which is a German company. Yep. You got Hyundai, which is kind of there. Not really there, but they are they're financially involved. They own a stake in Rimac. We don't know how much of the actual Hyundai cars are going to, you know, Benefit take shape from here, this but, technology, yeah. but yeah, so something. But this is a pretty big conglomerate here. There's a lot of things they can do. Maybe they need Porsche to be able to scale down into those more affordable segments. Yeah. Um, or maybe Porsche needs them to scale up into the $3 million cars. Uh yeah, it's it's, you know, people the, this this the news articles about this tend to only focus on the relationship between Rimac and Bugatti, which is Interesting because, like you said, we don't know what the next Bugatti is. There might be a transitionary model that's just a Rimac with a Bugatti body until they formulate something that's their own. We don't know. Uh, SUV, perhaps, like you said, and it has been rumored for a while now. Um, but what does this mean for Porsche as a whole? Uh, obviously, we don't know. Um, you know, Porsche had the, the Taycan come out, and it's been received pretty well. Uh, from what we can tell from from sales numbers, so it's not a abject failure, but definitely, when looking at the Porsche Taycan from just specs alone, uh, especially range, it's always a disappointing figure, and it's probably a sore spot when trying to sell that car. So, you know, Rimac is definitely specialized in high performance uh, components, so is potentially. You know, while Porsche is figuring out how to upgrade its own batteries and powertrains and whatnot, will they be using Rimax uh, components for some of their possible, like, 911? You know, that is, the 911 is the Porsche. It is, if there's one vehicle that is a Porsche, it's the 911. It's their bread and butter. You think of a Porsche, you look at a 911. So it carries a lot of weight to make sure that car succeeds. Is an electric 911 just going to use Rimax you know proven components because they're getting you know sub two second uh zero to 60 times and absurdly high top speeds of over 100 250 miles on it what's yeah, in but it for you have Porsche? to you have to wonder how much of that three million dollar price tag is component cost versus profit 
I don't think they can just slap components from a Navera onto a hundred thousand dollar Porsche. Yeah, yeah, sure, but they but, don't need it. I mean, they don't they don't need the nine eleven to be hitting you know one and a half seconds. Yeah, exactly. But the principles exactly. of the technology can be maybe. It, it might out. already be there. Yeah. It might already be there because again, with six hundred plus employees. You you gotta wonder what's behind the scenes at Rimac. It's actually there has to be more than face value of this three million dollar car. There has to be a lot going on there. It's actually gonna be more soon with this announcement. They announced that their uh, new headquarters is gonna they're building a new headquarters to be open in twenty twenty three, which is supposed to be a, over a hundred thousand meters square campus, and it's gonna house over two thousand five hundred employees. Which is absolutely crazy for a company making 150 cars a yeah. year. Yeah, so... I mean, how many employees does Bugatti have? I mean, I don't... I don't know. With it being part of Volkswagen, I don't know how many, like, employee-sharing things they got, but... Uh, I, don't, I, I don't know if Google will give me a... Google says 297, if we put our full trust in the Google schema. And whoever's the first search result there? Yeah, whoever's the first, which, which is Wikipedia, so. Oh, it's 297. Yeah. That's... Oh, no, there's a Volkswagen right under it. It says 328 now, I guess is the most up-to-date. Eight days ago. So, Remek already had twice the amount as Bugatti, and now they're going to have almost 10 times. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a, that's, that's, that's a huge company for someone producing a couple hundred cars a year. There, there's a lot more in store for Remek. They're definitely planning more than we know yeah more than what's been said yeah it might be the uh premier parts supplier for anyone trying to make a an electric hypercar in the future so uh it's pretty pretty crazy because you know when the concept we we were writing about Remick for a while now and in the beginning you know it was the concept too we we're like wow this is some crazy specs and then we hear news of Porsche initially taking like a 10% stake, and we're like, oh, okay. And then it's just really snowballed over the past year. So there's just, like you said, there's definitely something going on in the background, which everyone is trying to jump on. There's some there's some magic sauce going on in the back. I want in. <laughs> <laughs> um, I heard Rimac is a, I don't know, a possible uh, SPAC target uh but i feel like there's a rumor for every company private company being a spec target so take that with the smallest grain of salt you can but you know, at uh, one point i think i asked the question who's going to buy Remac? because like they like i said they've always had these uh ridiculous amount of employees we always assumed something was behind the scenes so it was a question of who is going to end up owning it and now it seems like it the question's who's Remac going to buy next <laughs> they've already gotten too big to stop and they haven't actually produced anything uh mass affordable yep and i don't think they ever will and that's just they're just gonna own that niche so uh yeah put your put put, put your bets in you know croatian rimac who would have thought who would have thought who would have thought good for them good for them that's how we're ending it on a good for them <laughs> i mean good for i mean how how rimac mate matt i still don't know how to say his name i mean good for you bro actual genuine kudos People still don't really know who you are, but you own Bugatti now. I mean, that's just great. That's just amazing. So, so a genuine one hundred percent good looks, my man. This is this is this is great. This is great. So yeah, there there you go. There's a, there's a more genuine good. That's good. As a great. As a child, I I dreamed of owning a Bugatti. This guy now owns Bugatti. 
Oh, that's goals, bro. 